So, folks, there's a clip today of Senator Lindsey Graham kicking up some dust at Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson's Supreme Court confirmation hearing. And without a little bit of context around this clip, it probably won't make as much sense as it should. So while this is going on, keep in mind that Senator Lindsey Graham has already voted twice. He's voted twice to confirm Judge Jackson to the federal bench. So he's in this dilemma right now. He doesn't want to confirm her as Supreme Court justice. So he's got to come up with a reason. And the reason that he's coming up with is going all the way back to early in her career. She was actually a public defender for Guantanamo detainees, where she accused the government of acting as war criminals. Now, keep in mind that these detainees have never really had a trial. Uh, they've, they've got military trials that are moving at a, a glacial pace still to this day. And that's what Senator Graham is taking issue with, is the fact that he's worried that if these detainees were to move from Guantanamo Bay to Colorado or any other supermax prison, that they might get a trial and they might be let go at some point uh, here in the future. Now, keep in mind that these people that are detainees, that place is turning into a nursing home. According to this article from the New York Times, the military envisions hospice care as terrorism suspects age. And this was done in 2019. And the article says that nobody has a dementia diagnosis yet, but the first hip and knee replacements are on the horizon. So are wheelchair ramps, sleep apnea, breathing masks, grab bars on cell walls, and perhaps dialysis at Guantanamo Bay. Hospice care is on the agenda. So folks, you know, the way I look at it is this. Uh, These people really haven't had a shake at a trial for whatever reason. I don't doubt a lot of these people are terrorists, but there's a lot of questionable things that have happened that have caused them to stay there without a trial. Now, the fact that they could be moved to Colorado and would save the government a ton of money seems to make a lot of sense. Now, they're worried about some of these people being let go, but like I just showed you here, these people are going into, they're planning for nursing home care in Guantanamo Bay, for God's sake. So, how much of a risk are these people at this stage? I mean, that's just the way I kind of look at it. But so that is the context, folks. And here's how this this whole thing went. Have a listen to this. Possible on the issue of Guantanamo. There are currently 39 Guantanamo detainees remaining. The annual budget for Guantanamo is 540 million dollars per year, which means each of these detainees uh, is being held at the expense of 12 or 13 million dollars per year. If they would be incarcerated at Florence, Colorado, the supermax prison, federal prison, the amount would be dramatically, dramatically less. Since 9-11, nearly 1,000 convicted in the United States on terrorism charges. Since 2009, with the beginning of the Obama administration, the recidivism rate of Guantanamo detainees released is 5%. Mr. Chairman, according to the Department, uh, Director of National Intelligence, is 31%. Somebody is wrong here. If you're going to talk about what I said, I'm going to respond to what you said. If we close Gitmo and move them to Colorado, do you support indefinite detention under the law of war for these detainees? I would just say uh, I'm giving the facts. And I the answer is sure, no. I want to make sure that it's clear. The 31% you referred to goes back to the year 2009. <laughs> What does it matter when it goes back to we had them and they got loose and they started killing people? 
Well, I could just say that... Uh, if you're one of the people killed in 2005, does it matter to you when we release them? Suggest that a president of your own party released them in... I'm suggesting the system has failed miserably and advocates to change this system like she was in, was was advocating would destroy our ability to protect this country. We're and actually, it was George Bush that Senator Durbin is saying actually released some of the prisoners. War, we're not fighting a crime. This is not some passage of time event. As long as they're dangerous, I hope they all die in jail if they're going to go back and kill Americans. It won't bother me one bit if 39 of them die in prison. That's a better outcome than letting them go. And if it costs $500 million to keep them in jail, keep them in jail because they're going to go back to the fight. Look at the friggin' Afghan government. It's made up of former detainees at Gitmo. Easy. This whole thing by the left about this war ain't working. Let me also note that... Le- huh. Wow. Okay, no more cheesecake for you at Mar-a-Lago, Senator Graham. None. So with that, he picked up his Starbucks and he headed for the exits, folks. But the fact that these detainees are still called suspects to this point and that they've had no military trials, I mean, there's something not right about that. And if they've done something wrong, they should stay there forever. But have they really had a chance to kind of vet that process out? I mean, I hope that the military has done that, and I've given them the benefit of the the doubt. But still, folks, something isn't right. The fact that we could actually save money by moving these folks to a supermax prison is something that we ought to look at, especially at this stage of the game with a lot of them needing grab bars, wheelchairs, and God knows what. I mean, these folks are dying on the vine, and he's worried about, uh, you know, them going out and grabbing a God knows what wreaking havoc at this stage i don't know folks but the the thing that i want to mention about senator graham here folks is that he's always been a leaner to the dramatic he's always leaning to the dramatic side of things take this article for example this is coming to us from the washington post and it says that in 1998 senator graham received criticism for indicating he had served in the persian gulf war referring to himself in his senate biography as an operation desert storm and desert shield veteran although graham was called to active duty with the national guard he was never deployed overseas during that conflict he stayed in south carolina where he prepared wills for those going into combat always on the dramatic side folks I want to thank you for joining me, and until next time.